if you're really feeling like sustainability is a topic that matters to you, why not gather a group of friends and gather the the clothes that you have at home that you don't use anymore and try to sell it in the in the local market. It's a way of standing for what you believe on, and it's also a way of uh, having good time with your friends and potentially even earn some money or or have good chat on those local markets. listening to the sustainability issue a podcast about sustainable fashion and mindfulness it is about calling out the worst practices of the fashion industry the things that have led to the devastating impact fashion has on the natural environment and the human lives involved in the process it is also about the people within the industry who are driving the change for the better and finally it is about you about reconnecting to our nature as human beings and realizing the big impact our everyday actions have on the world around us. I'm Desi Gurgieva. I'm so happy that you're here and let's dive right in. My guest today is Joao Botello. Joao has been working on sustainability projects with Farfetch, a luxury fashion online marketplace. He studied business at the Vienna University of Economics and Business and has been passionate about sustainability and circular economy for a very long time, having started his own initiatives as well, such as Recycle Geeks. So without further ado, let's jump right into our conversation. Well, uh, Joao, welcome to the sustainability issue. Super happy that you joined me for this chat. Um, I remember we've talked about sustainability back in our master in strategy and innovation um, at the Vienna University of Economics and Business, where we've met a few years back. And I remember you were very passionate uh, about sustainability already back then. So can you share a little bit about how you got into this topic, how you got passionate about it, and what's your journey so far? Of course. Hi, Desi, and thanks for having me. Um, sustainability is one of the key points that interests me because well like so many of us we we do want to to live in a better world and we're quite aware of the the impact we have uh we are probably the main generation that will be affected by climate change and its impacts we see all around the world the the impact it's having on um more intense uh weather that is destroying several countries, several cities. Uh, we were uh, seeing some years ago the Hurricane Katrina and its impacts. And not just that, but also the loss of biodiversity. Uh, we see the, the change on our diets and our foods. And and it's definitely something that, that we haven't been integrating in all of the parts of, of our learning and of our society. Um, I've, I've personally studied economics, uh, both on the bachelor and on the master's. And you always notice that even though sustainability is a concern that is in society, um, the way that we are taught economics and the way industries work and, and the way uh, the whole generation is instructed is to still operate on a linear approach, on the B2C approach. Industries 
go and take resources from nature and then they give it to customers and customers consume those products and then they dispose of them. Um, it, we're still miles away from, from having um, all of the schools in the world in, teaching their students how to be sustainable and how to, to take a step on that. And I, I think that's one of the points that I've, I've always aimed at uh, having an impact on, on myself, on the, on the world and, and on the, the place where I work, which is help companies to become more circular and also to think on ways on, um, on how can we increase sustainability, both on the way we work, but also on the way we play on the market. Mm, yeah, oh, that's so true. I keep thinking about this when, when uh, working in on this topic, and it's not only about fashion, but it actually applies to any other field. The way that we are taught in business school is, um, yeah, it's, it's simply not enough to create a sustainable economy. Exactly. And uh, we just had a quick chat before we started recording and you uh, told me you moved to Portugal three years ago, where you're from, and you're at Farfetch since then. And uh, I'd like to ask you to describe to me what you're doing at Farfetch uh, as if you're is describing it to a five-year-old child. <laughs> that's that's quite the challenge. I think I, I would start uh, for, for those um that don't know farfetch so well farfetch is a website that sells luxury fashion um they sell luxury fashion by combining several boutiques around the world that would sell on a retail location and um customers that go to farfetch.com they can purchase whatever would be on that boutique um so yeah we enable brands to um, to buy fashion online uh, we we enable anyone to buy fashion online, and my specific role on Farfetch is to create new solutions. Um, I'm a solution specialist. Solutions means new features. Um, they can be as simple as um, I want to have a faster way to get my items delivered. You know, I'm I'm finding a, a way to send things uh, via a faster route, be it an airplane, a boat, etc. Or it can be as complex as let's create a circular experience for for uh, our customers. Um, one of the projects I've been working on is not only to um, enable people to buy clothes online, but also to sell their own clothes to our website. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. by doing this, we're connecting um, boutiques with customers that want to buy fashion, but also customers that want to sell fashion items to partners that want to buy that uh, those items. Amazing. Yeah, that's actually what I wanted to uh, ask you next. You have this whole um, Positively Farfetch section on the website, and it comprises of different things. Um, I know you're involved in them, and um, they as you just mentioned second life donate fix so you i would be happy if you can elaborate uh, a little bit more on each one of them sure farfetch is one of the um, one of the major luxury marketplaces in the world and the website and the whole company is aware of the role we have in um, shaping the future of of the 
online sales in, in luxury. And one of the key decisions that was made by by the the whole company was to become more sustainable. And sustainability has several pillars. One of the pillars is circularity, meaning we don't only um, give, put things in the market, we also take it away from the market. Um, the other aspect of sustainability is reduction of the amount of things we are bringing to the market. And that's where um, initiatives to fix items that uh, got slightly damaged, but they still have a long uh, potential life if they're fixed, um, can can represent a reduction of on the amount of things that are sold and a reduction on the amount of uh, materials that are taken from, from nature. Um, so Farfetch took its approach to to look at several pillars that that can support an increased sustainability. Another one is consciousness. So not only uh, matters how much we bring and if we can um, be circular, but also um, how we are bringing it and making sure that we are using sustainable approaches to production. And they make sure that um, items that are produced and manufactured sustainably are marked as conscious on their own sales so that uh, customers can be aware and take that as a factor to decide I'm buying an item that is conscious as compared to an item that is not conscious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think those things that you mentioned were really, really big. I mean, circularity for me, it's one of the first and most important things that can change the whole fashion industry and make it more sustainable because uh, it's the responsibility of uh, everyone who is putting things on the market. How are we going to take care of the of the end of life or of those things? And um, I'm wondering what the impact of those initiatives is because you know it's great to it's great to talk about them and break them down, but do they really work? I'm curious. What is your impression? And how do you measure the impact? Um, this this approach from from Farfetch has started in in 2020, um, earlier even in some of the pillars, and um, we definitely know that they work and they have a, a role in in the market. Each one of us can can have a, a small vote, a small impact on the market by choosing to buy more conscious items, and we do notice that. Um, not only marketplaces like Farfetch, but also manufacturers are looking to produce items with recycled plastics, with um, uh, conscious cotton and bio cotton. So we do notice that manufacturers and designers are also involved in in this. It's a whole it's a whole trend on the market, and uh, it's not something that only customers want to do, but also manufacturers want to to be able to produce. Uh, conscious lines and circular lines, etc. Um, thinking specifically on the Second Life project, which enables customers to sell items, um, we've had quite a, a large adoption from from customers all over Europe and the United States. Uh, we we had um, thousands of of bags being submitted, and and there's thousands of bags being submitted still today and every month. Um, the project is going so well that we just opened this last Wednesday um, a new region in um, in the Middle East, adding three more countries uh, to it. So naturally, 
um, even though I cannot disclose specific numbers, uh, you can imagine that if we're continuing to open new regions, it means that not only the, um, the project and this ability to sell back your items to Farfetch is something that is interesting to customers, and it's interesting to customers all over the world. It's not something we could say, you know, the customers in this region or in this culture are more prone to be sustainable, but we actually see that it's one of the things that unites uh, people around the world, regardless of your culture and, and your region. Uh, they are interested in participating in this in these programs. Um, and, and, and of course, one thing that we must say is also um, a lot of effort has been done from everyone in the industry to also make this um, with economical sense. So here we're not talking about sustainability as charity, as it was seen in you know, 20, 30 years ago, uh, that sustainability was just a matter of uh, giving to institutions that would save endangered species or uh, that would uh, reduce the consumption of, um, of natural resources. Right now, the conscious um, that programs that are circular, like Farfetch Second Life, enable customers to get back uh, some value for items that previously purchased. So mm. it's, it's something that also it's going to be a real trigger to um, to accelerate the circular experience. If you can get money back, and if the industry can regain some value from from items that were previously used, then this is mm. definitely a, a factor that will engage more the customers, engage more partners, and encourage everyone to participate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, that people are adopting this more and more. I'm wondering what you think is the main motivation? Is it more that they are able to actually get some value for themselves back? Or is it the sustainability thought behind it? I mean, in both cases, it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think there's, there's a combination of factors. Um, but one thing really unites everyone, which is we never like to throw away things that are still mm. good and naturally people feel like there's there's a huge gap between things we don't want anymore and trash and mm. so far there was no space to there was nothing filling that gap um mm. we could see already in clothing so there was frequently uh, a lot of um, retail shops that would accept donated clothing or there were in several cities these uh, containers where you could throw in uh, clothes that you don't use anymore um, but for a lot of people this kind of options were very close to trash right so you're, you're giving away things you don't really know what's going to happen um, and you you feel like you will only uh, give the items that you really don't care for anymore um, but what about those items that you still know that they have value? You're willing to take a, a much lower value than it was initially purchased for, uh, but it's so good that it, it you feel bad at throwing it away. Um, for those items, there was something missing. And I think Second Life and projects like this are, give the right response to, to those type of items. They're still okay, but you don't want them anymore for any of the reasons. For instance, you might be... Uh, person that simply has purchased so many bags that doesn't have any more space to to use them um, but it doesn't mean that they're bad that they're bad 
you just don't have more space. You feel bad about having so many bags at home or sneakers or whatever it is, and you want to give them away um, knowing that they will be used. And I think sometimes the factor that you receive the money is not necessarily just for the money itself, not just Mm -hmm. for the amount you're getting out of it, but also because it gives you the feeling that if someone's paying for this, it means that this will actually get the second line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so satisfying. I love it when I manage to sell something online because then, you know, you know, somebody else is seeing the value in it, meaning it's actually extending its life. It's not just, you know, donating it. And exactly. that's really, really nice. And this bring me, brings me to the point of the necessity to actually buy things that are of better quality, because if we don't do that, then obviously things are going to be destroyed much more easily. And then that option is out of out of question do you yeah. see um yourself as a company also in the role of educator educating the people um for this or maybe the people who come to the platform already have this awareness um that's that's a hard question um well first and foremost i, I um I naturally cannot speak on behalf of Farfetch, but what I see is that um, there are subtle hints that we can give on that regard. For instance, um, items that are purchased back on Second Life are only from certain brands. And those brands are notorious for using only the high quality garments and having a very long lasting, um, very long lasting life, uh, useful life. with that being said, um, I think it's inevitable that we'll always have a mix of collections and designers that use um, that make use of of items and, and materials that don't last as long. Um, and we'll also have designers that will traditionally use the the long lasting materials, etc. What we do see is, for instance, a trend in in plastics, we know plastics last for a long time, um, and we see the trend that several brands are using uh, recycled plastic. Um, this is notorious on on shoes, for instance. The rubber of the soles and the plastic that sometimes is used outside is is often sourced from from uh, recycled plastic, which in a way it helps you to um, even if you use a, a durable material. Um, that you know it's going to go out of fashion soon and because of this it's going to be discarded uh, at least the fact that you used recycled um, base base materials um, it helps you to 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 make sure that that you're you're not polluting as much um, but I think especially when we we use uh, animal source products and here I'm thinking of leathers and, and particularly, the case of um, items that are made out of out of um, uh, exotic skins. So, for instance, you, you're talking about a wallet or a purse made out of python skin uh, or things like this. It's really important that we think that if we're purchasing an item like this uh, that is made in a way that it's going to be durable, even manufacturers should be aware that because these are um, skins of animals that are endangered, it's even more important that um, that they are protected and that they are um, 
once they are produced, that they last as long as possible to avoid that we um, have to slaughter even more animals. And, and the, an interesting note on that, um, Farfetch made a commitment to not sell CITES items. CITES, CITES is the, um, the treaty that regulates the endangered species. So they are no, no longer selling items that are produced with furs or skins of uh, exotic animals. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, that's a very good thing. Um, yeah, and this brings me back to our individual impact as, as consumers of fashion. What do you think is um, one thing that we can look out for, that we can do um, when we are purchasing fashion and when we are making choices in our everyday lives? we've touched in a lot of, of these points. Um, so we, we should take a look at uh, the composition of, of the items recycled uh, when choosing synthetic fibers, plastic, nylon, etc. Uh, we should take a look at if a portion of it is, is done in a recycled way or consuming recycled uh, materials. And when choosing any other items, especially from from animal sources, we, we should take a look at um, how durable is this going to be and how well is it built. Um, frequently, the, the, the higher end designers provide longer lasting materials and provide a type of manufacturing and a type of attention to the way items are produced that make them last longer and does require less, um, less consumption. Um, and of course, let, let's we, we should all make use of, of uh, fixing um, boutiques and fixing artisans and, and fix shoes and bags and any longer lasting items whenever we can. Um, and if we are no longer going to use an item, we can put it back to use via donation services or via um, resale and even if it's not far-fetched second life, you, we all know in our own countries that there are resale apps and resale markets um, online and offline that are willing to take this, these items. Yeah, I think, yeah, Fix is such a big one. And I have the feeling that um, even if it's not far-fetched, as I say, I'm just always encouraging people to use that because... I feel like it doesn't speak to the younger generation so much. I feel like, you know, we are much more inclined to just go and buy something new or even the look of those places that fix clothes um, are not that appealing to young people. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, it's a great thing what Farfetch is doing there. Um, and yeah. Yeah. On, on Farfetch Fix, we, we make use of the Restory, which is a super interesting boutique in in the UK, they're focused on uh, restoring and fixing um, luxury items. Uh, they have quite a young crew, and I think there's a lot of space for for newer um, newer entrants to to work on this, but also for our generation to think back of of uh, fixing things. I think it, you know, looking back at my childhood, of course, I remember. Um, having, for instance, a hole on the knees of my jeans and uh, my mom fixing it in a very obvious way that it was fixed. And exactly. I think that's one of the things that puts people away. But nowadays, there are ways of restoring clothing, shoes and bags that will not make it visible, visible that yeah. that is a fix. 
Um, and there are also tasteful ways to make it visible that it's a fix and and uh, still wear it proudly. So, yeah. I think we can really think of it, start thinking of it again as an art, as a sort of self-expression, because that's what clothing is actually all about. And when you think about it, what is wrong with, you know, taking care of your things for a longer time and fixing them and even making visible that, you know, it's been worn and loved for a long time. And exactly. I think it's really quite a beautiful thing. I, there's a nice book that I'm uh, reading right now, um, Loved Clothes Last by Ursula de Castro. She's mm -hmm. also behind the True Coast movie. And the book is just amazing. Actually, it's all about mending clothes and ways to fix them and why we should fix them and so on. It's really, really nice. That's, that's so interesting. Um, yeah. No, look, I think there's a lot of space for this. And I, I've seen Instagram videos and TikToks that people are restoring sneakers. This happens a lot, especially with um, the urban style sneakers like Jordans and Yeezys. And um, Stadium Goods is one of the interesting websites in the US, uh, website and retail location that really um, gives you the opportunity to purchase um, special and classic sneakers that can be in all sorts of states. You know, they, they can be sold as uh, completely new and mint condition, or they can be sold as, uh, you know, there's there's some some love marks on, on those items that, um, that that are part of the item, but you can still buy it. And, and it's one of the very successful stories of selling um, pre-owned items. Um, that it really works well in their niche and they're, they're really uh, praised and seen as the, the main player on that field. Yeah, amazing. Reminds me of this Japanese concept. Um, I cannot remember the name right now, but I will rem remember. And uh, basically what they do is they fix when something breaks like a vase or something, they would um, glue it together with gold because they think it's even more valuable when it's been broken and fixed. <laughs> but yeah, that's... <laughs> That's, um, um, yeah, a bit of a different, I guess. And um, so do you have anything that you would like to share, like a recommendation for a book, maybe a podcast, or just some something, um, a quote or anything that you live by um, that you want to share with? I, I think I would I would make an appeal to, to the listeners, which is we often... We often overlook the the effort. The sorry, we often overlook the impact we can have on our local communities. And um, you know, several cities are starting to have pop up markets uh, of anything, mostly fashion, but anything. And um, think about you know, if you're really feeling like sustainability is a topic that matters to you, why not? gather a group of friends and gather the, the clothes that you have at home that you don't use anymore and try to sell it in, a, in the local market. It's a way of standing for what you believe on. And it's also a way of uh, having a good time with your friends and potentially even earn some money or, or have good chat on those local markets. Um, if a local market is something that is not appealing to you, there's, there's eBay, there's a series of websites that you can make use of to sell uh, your vintage clothes or pre-owned clothes. And, and if clothing is not even your thing, then, then do it in some other, in, in some other way. Um, for instance, my, 
I, I work in, in fashion and I, I like very much the, the fashion topics, but I also like a lot technology. And I, I started a, a small project called Recycle Geeks, where I also work on um, restoring items that are electronics and that might still have a second life. And, and I think all of us can look into what is it that we like and what kind of type of industry and items do, do we like and we know about. Uh, it could be furniture, it could be clothing, it could be anything else. Um, and can you make art out of a pre-owned item there or can you, can you still make some use of it and bring it back to the market? Because that is a step that we can all have and that will have a massive impact if we all do it in a small way. Amazing. I love this so much. Just taking a small step towards something that you really know is, is uh, true and it's a cause worth fighting for. It's very, very powerful. Yeah, yeah Joao, thank you so much. Is there, um, what is, what, what's next for you? Uh, and how can people get in touch with you if they want to follow up maybe sure um well for me the next steps are to continue to work in um in sustainability regardless of the field i'm working on um i'm having a great time in expanding the second life project on farfetch and um i'm also having a great time in expanding the the recycle geeks project uh, at the personal level and if you ever want to reach me out, you can uh, look me up on LinkedIn. You can look me up on Instagram. I'm just underscore João. Um, so yeah, just uh, send me a message. I'm always happy to discuss sustainability topics and uh, I'm happy to hear from you if you have any ideas, if you completely disagree of anything that I just said. I'm always looking forward to, to discuss this. Great. Thank you so much. The links in the show notes and it's been super nice to reconnect with you and to chat with you about this so thank you thanks for the invite Desi thank you so much everyone for joining us today You're, you'll find all the links we talked about in the show notes Please follow us on Spotify as always and rate the podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed. Um, contact me on Instagram, the sustainability issue with any topics that interest you. And till next time. <music>